Hey, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast like I did? I, I thought I was crazy and I just did it. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on all the apps and, and get people to listen? And, and how do I make money from it? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Crazy, right? I love Anchor. It's easy and you should use it too. So if you always wanted to do your own podcast and start making money, go to anchor.fm backslash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear your podcast. Thanks. Welcome to the podcast. We're street smart, business smart, all kinds of smart people share their insights into the world of marketing, career journeys, and personal growth. So sit back and prepare to get enlightened with your host, Adam Posner. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I have a fantastic guest today coming to us from the great state of Michigan, uh, my buddy Adam Conrad, a, an expert, a professional, a seasoned pro in the world of recruitment, um, and he has developed a, a pretty cool company he's going to talk about. It's called Great Recruiters. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, the, the opportunity to talk to you here. And yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty exciting uh, company that we launched here, uh, Great Recruiters, and love to just kind of tell you a little bit about it and how it came about. Yeah, awesome. And and just for everyone listening, Adam and I have uh, connected in the past. We've talked shop and we're both under um, the umbrella of good recruiters. And I think that's really something that Adam is looking to elevate, especially in this world of you know, LinkedIn, where a lot of people are talking trash about recruiters and a lot of recruiters get a bad name. So before I say any more, I'm going to toss it over to Adam. If you could please welcome everybody to the world of uh, great recruiters about your mission, a little bit of the... Um, the story behind it and the impetus of, of what brought you to recruit, to create great recruiters. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really think my story begins about 18 years ago when I entered into the staffing industry. Uh, I was a young guy and uh, you know, as, as many of us, we don't, uh, we don't uh, grow up probably thinking that we're going to join the recruiting industry, but like many of us, uh, kind of fell into the lap and, uh, and I fell in love with it. And so, you know, I spent the first part of my career in, uh, in professional recruitment, had moved into recruiting management and was running the operations for a mid-sized staffing firm prior to starting great recruiters. And really the reason for me and, and, and the piece that I always go back to that I think really drove me to wanting to start this organization um, was the perception that re recruiters have in the marketplace. And if you simply Google recruiters are, and this is kind of a piece I always go back to, uh, the results are not great. You know, I think it's evil liars, scumbag um, are some of the top results, <laughs> which is frightening. And, and for me, in my experience, um, you know, there's always opportunity to improve. And I certainly think that for the folks that I engage with and the people that I worked with, we certainly didn't fall under those stereotypes. Uh, but as an industry as a whole, you know, it's no surprise. Um, the, the perception out there isn't great. And so really, 
that got me to thinking and, and seeing where this opportunity exists for great recruiters. And my goal is to help elevate recruiting professionals and help elevate the recruiting profession as a whole. And really how we've done that through our platform is provided a very easy way to collect real-time feedback from candidates on their interactions with recruiters. And so really it's the first ever recruiter review and reputation management platform that really has been designed to help to uh, elevate recruiting professionals, help to improve that candidate experience, and ultimately it's helping our clients uh, capture more referrals and make more placements. Absolutely. And I think there's a hundred percent need for this in the marketplace. Uh, You know, I find it firsthand where, you know, I'm hearing, you know, Adam, you're, your breath of of fresh air in the world of recruitment. You know, I spoke to other recruiters that were, you know, not so great. And I think it turns off a lot of candidates to engaging with recruiters. So when there there is an opportunity to elevate the good recruiters, it helps the industry as a whole and it opens up candidates that are receptive when we reach out and engage them. And, And I think it's important that candidates understand that, yes, this is our business and yes, we're making money at it, but ultimately we are also really trying to help you um, advance your career, find a better job, find a new opportunity. So I think it's really critical. So talk to us a little bit about, I'd like to pull back the curtain if you don't mind for a little bit. Um, what does that look like? like? What type of questions are you asking candidates when they review recruiters? Yeah, I mean, so the foundation of the platform, just real quick, I think what, what it's doing is it's actually giving those candidates a voice. And, and far too often, candidates aren't asked about their experience. They aren't asked what could improve. And so I think really what we've done is created a real simple way um, for candidates to have that voice, one, and two, for recruiters to be able to collect feedback on them as it relates to five key traits. And really, I think these are the five things that candidates are looking for, obviously, beyond just that perfect job fit. But really, when you talk about recruitment being, um, it's a human-to-human business. It's a relational business. And far too often, it's pushed into this high transaction, fast-paced, me-centric business where recruiters are really, um, unfortunately, trained in some situations to really put their agenda above the candidates that they're serving. And so, you know, it's not about what jobs I have to fill. It's, it's, it's how well I get to know you as a person, Adam. And really from that point, then I'm able to align you to the appropriate opportunities because it's much more than just a skill set. It's the culture. It's the, it's the, it's the fit of the, of the individual in an organization, not just the role that they're filling. And so great recruiters really focuses on measuring uh, recruiters in, in five different areas. And these are the great traits. Candidates want somebody who's genuine, who's responsive, who's experienced, you know, and knowledgeable of their job and industry, who's an advisor who can provide advice and guidance throughout that process and is transparent. And I think that when we see the feedback that candidates are providing, typically it's in one of those five areas that the recruiter's failing. And that can hurt our relationship working together. And it may hurt my opportunity of really putting you in a job that would be a great fit for you. And so, you know, those are the five foundational things that we really focus on um, as far as that interaction and experience between a candidate and a recruiter. That That's tremendous. And I think it's also very important, you know, as we are both recruiters that, you know, people who aren't in our industry, like our job is tough, right? Because we have to, we have to walk that line. It's a fine balance, right? Between delivering on the business goals and, and, and being a good human in recruiting, right? Like, as you mentioned, it is a human to human business, right? And, and taking that transactional element out of it. And I think it's also important for candidates to understand that, like, while we try to treat you 
as our only candidate. You're not the only candidate. So I think it is a responsibility on the candidate side also to just take into consideration, you know, our workload, our, you know, our day to day. Um, and in turn, I think that we have a responsibility as recruiters um, to get back to candidates with feedback, to be responsive to them within, you know, a fair amount of time. Mm -hmm. And I think it works both ways. Right. And I think there's a delicate balance to that. Um, and for some recruiters that comes naturally, that comes right out of the gate and some recruiters need a little bit more training and coaching. And I think what's really critical about your platform and why it's so important is that training element, right? Being able to take feedback constructively right. and grow from it. We're not looking to, you know, ostracize anybody and give them a zero Yelp review, right. zero stars and, you know, right. the industry, but right. opportunities for learning and coaching. I think that's a critical part. Um, talk to us a little bit about how receptive your clients have been and maybe some of the training practices that they're using based yeah. on that information that they're getting from your product? You know, I, I, I'll start with the recruiters, right? I mean, I, I think of myself, and I, and I think feedback is, is some people um, love feedback. They take feedback to heart, and they want it. So different than managing somebody and, and leading somebody and sitting in those one-on-ones. Some people are really receptive to it, and others aren't. And I think really what it's done for our clients, first and foremost, that we hear from recruiters are, you know, unfortunately, internally, um, you get acknowledged when you make a placement, right? That's, that's the game. We, we need to make placements as a recruiter, right? But, you know, there's a lot of things that happen throughout that process that typically, I think, internally go unnoticed many of the times. And I think, number one, what Great Recruiters has done for our, our, our recruiters on the platform is it's providing a consistent stream of feedback from those people who they're serving. And so, you know, if I look at a transactional, I might not be able to help you today, Adam. I might not be able to make that placement. But if I don't take the time to create that experience, I may have lost that opportunity to help you down the road. You may have people that I can help that may refer. You might yourself become a hiring manager. And so I think that looking at it from that transactional perspective, you really lose a lot of greater opportunity. And I, and I couldn't agree more to that. And I think that there's certain recruiting firms that are uh, – mass scale, right? I mean, I don't have to drop names. We know who they are, right? Where it's pick up the phone, hang it up, pick it up. And you're being, yep. you know, the KPIs on that are a number of phone calls. But uh, in, my, yep. in my experience, and I think you probably agree with this, a true recruiting firm are the ones that train based on teaching their recruiters the value of that long-term relationship. And you hit the nail on the head because it's yep. not about that immediate transaction. It's about the long-term play. Is this person, they may not be right. They may not be right right now, but they will be a gateway for referrals they could be in a position of being a hiring manager down the road. Right. Lastly, it's that name recognition when they see my name coming up on a LinkedIn or your LinkedIn as a request and they're back on the market or that job makes sense. Right. It's that brand, right? It's, it's establishing a brand for a recruiter. Cool. So, on that one, Adam. Yeah. Sorry, I think we got cut off on, on, on that piece a little bit. So let's, um, let's switch gears for a little bit. And I want to talk, I want to tap into your expertise, someone who's been in the industry for a very long time. Sure. Uh, candidates, you know, connections on LinkedIn are coming to me and saying, Adam, I have so many questions for recruiters. You know, how could, you know, I improve my candidacy? Um, talk to me a little bit about how could a candidate be as relevant as possible, right? When applying for a job, uh, whether that be on their resume, whether it be on their interaction with a recruiter, based on your experience, you know, what are some of the best practices? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I mean, I'm gonna switch gear to maybe some of the, the gripes that, that talent acquisition sure. and recruiting professionals have are that they just get inundated with um, 
resumes, right? And so many people are applying to jobs because they're casting wide nets. And almost in that sense, they're, they're approaching your job search in a transactional way. And I think it's really important that um, you're intentional about what you want to apply for um, and how you see yourself fit into that role and organization. And so, you know, I always um, felt that, you know, number one, beyond your skill sets, you need to understand what I call your, your MVVP. You know, it makes you the most damn valuable professional. And uh, I've heard I love that without acronyms. the D in there. I've heard that. I've heard the. I've heard that without the D in there. But we'll we'll roll with it. Yeah, and I'll give you I'll give you why the D's Please. there because I think there's four things that a candidate needs to know about themselves that I think is going to position themselves better when they have that conversation. They need to know what their motivators are. You know, why are they looking for a job? Is it money? Is it location? Is it growth? You know, what is motivating you as a human being and as professional? Um, you know, uh, differentiators. How do you differentiate yourself in a sea of candidates? And like you said, you know, resumes can look a lot alike uh, amongst, you know, when you're reading through so many resumes as a recruiter, you know, what differentiates you? What's going to make you stand out and be a better fit for that opportunity? Um, value is, is really understanding what value do you bring to the table? It's not just your skill set, but being able to have demonstrable things that you can articulate of how you've added value in your other roles. No matter how big or, or, or small, I think that having that self-awareness of where you bring value is, is uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's a great piece to bring to the table. And then perspective. I think you have to have a, a good perspective on really and a good self-assessment of where am I in my career? How do I fit this? What's going to make sense right. to me? What makes sense for the other individual? So I think from a candidate perspective, being able to articulate those things, go beyond just what the keywords are, the tasks and daily responsibilities we see so often on, on, on resumes to really bring a little bit more life to the actual impact somebody's going to have on the organization. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it, it comes down to relevance as well. I mean, I, I work both internally and externally. And I think that candidates really need to take some responsibility about what type of jobs they're applying to and the frequency of it, right? And really understand what, what happens when you apply to it. Listen, I'm not saying that candidates shouldn't apply for a reach job, that they shouldn't apply for a pivot job as long as they're providing the right context. But what I'm saying is don't just spray and pray right. to jobs because here's what's happening when candidates do that. They're flooding the system. So someone who's reviewing resumes mm -hmm. all day, that's taking time away to even for three, five, 10 seconds to disposition to pass on a resume that makes no sense or it's not even relevant. They're taking away from that recruiter's time and attention of reviewing relevant applicants, right? So I think there's a lot of responsibility right. um, when it comes to recruiter, when it comes to candidates. And I think the other piece and you kind of hit the nail on is, is the motivation, right? And, and I've been trained by you know, some of the best in the industry to really get down to that, what the motivation is, right? And there's a responsibility on the candidate side to, do, to really understand and to be open as possible. And that goes back to what you're building with great recruiters. It's that trust factor, right? Right. It's kind of like a first date, right? Like how much do I really want to tell you on the first date, right? How much of you know, my poker hand, how much do I really want to show you? And I think that if there's a reputation already set where a recruiter is known for being trustworthy, confidential, all those pieces that we know, candidates will be a little bit more inclined to be a little bit more open, making the process smoother and right. enabling the recruiter to do better work for them. Yeah. And I think that all comes down to being really transparent. Um, far too often, I think our industry has kind of hidden behind a veil for a very long time and really hasn't shared maybe some of those inner workings. And I think through social and, and through things like this, 
uh, candidates are becoming a lot more understanding of what's actually happening in the back end. But to me, that transparency is so important because um, you have to understand, you know, as a recruiter, how, how do I become successful? And as a candidate, how can I make you successful? And really, it's, it's working together to make it a win-win-win situation. It's, it's a win for the recruiter. It's got to be a win for the candidate. It's got to be a win for the client, right? Because right. recruiting professionals on the staffing side, they don't get paid if they, if they place people. But I think that, you know, coming back to that response and that feedback, I think human nature is I hate giving bad feedback, right? I, I don't want to be that guy to let you know that, hey, I'm sorry you didn't get it. But what we hear time and time again is the appreciation that candidates have for recruiters who are upfront and honest and transparent throughout the entire situation. And I think what that does is that fosters a stronger roots to that relationship that can grow and blossom. So I may not have been able to place you, but by the way that I treated you throughout that process, you're going to remember that. 100%. And you know what, if your friend's looking, you're going to say, you know what, I don't know if Adam can help you, but um, he's going to take care of you. You're going to know where you stand. You're going to, you know, it's going to be responsive. And I think there it, it starts to build that personal brand for the recruiter, which rolls up to the, to the, to the, to the staffing firm. 100%. A bad experience with a recruiter, you know, you might never talk to any other recruiter in that organization. If one person drove a bad experience, you've now cast a net of perception of what you have on that firm. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And one thing that I absolutely love that you do is hashtag feedback Friday. Right. And I think that's critical. I think <laughs> yeah. one, one big complaint that yeah. I see time and time again from candidates is that recruiters are not getting back. And I want to unveil the curtain a little bit more. And this really should come as no surprise that we're, we are not yeah. the key decision makers. We are the conduits of information. Right. So a lot of times right. is not up to us. Right. We are waiting to hear back from the hiring manager on the client side. We're waiting to hear back you know, from X number of people. And then when you go a little bit deeper on that side, you know, our, our main point of contact there, they're waiting on people also. People are out on vacation. People are mm -hmm. slow. Now, listen, there are some yep. companies that are notoriously slow with feedback and there's no excuse for that because that means that that organization is not prioritizing recruiting and specifically this role that you're interviewing for. And that should hopefully be indicative of that overall company, right? But when it comes down to right. recruiters, the good recruiters understand that we are human and we are anxious and we want to hear and we need communication and we need feedback. So I implore all recruiters out there as much as possible, please be in communication with your candidates and give them feedback right. as much as possible. Now going to your point earlier about feedback, let's talk about that a little bit too. Um, I found sure. in my experience and it took me a little bit of time and I still mistake, still make mistakes here and there and some people are more sensitive than others, but finding your voice on how to give feedback properly. Now, in your experience, what's the best way to position feedback to a candidate that's negative? You know, the best way I had always positioned it was from my first conversation. And that is that you're going to, you're going to get feedback from me. And unfortunately I am that conduit that somehow that sometimes has to deliver the, the bad news. Um, but, you know, I think you need to be very understanding of that situation, you know, depending on the circumstances of that candidate, um, you know, it, it can be really impactful and you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're genuine with your feedback. Um, you know, I think that the, the, Complaint sometimes is candidates really don't have a good understanding of why they may not be selected. And I think the challenge is, is far often as recruiters in the staffing world, and even talent acquisition, 
we're not always given that reason. Exactly. And, and so, you know, that's where I think that you can separate the outcome from the experience. And as long as I establish that shared pool of trust with you, um, and I've, and I've, and I've delivered my services the best that I can to my ability, kept you up to date and, and continued being transparent with you, provided you that feedback, been responsive. Um, I think candidates really do understand. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes I think it is the recruiter that gets the brunt of the reaction when somebody finds out they're not a fit. Right. Don't shoot um, the messenger, right? <laughs> it is. And I, you know, and I think at that point, you just have to turn into a really good listener. It's not a situation where you want to debate or argue because let's face it, most of the time you don't have the feedback. But at that moment, I think that that's, they want to express their disappointment because they are disappointed, especially if they're really excited about a job. And it's tough. It's people's um, lives, right? I mean, they've, they've invested time, they've invested their, <laughs> their, their, their emotional energy. And like, you know, and you hear this word, doubt. next to, next to choosing your, your mate next to maybe welcoming a child into the world jobs and changing jobs is one of the, the most the biggest decisions of someone's life and it's emotional it's tied to it yeah. and, and we're not talking about a first round phone screen or maybe rejecting uh, you know uh, a no. resume that got sent in. we're talking about folks that invested time hours days into the interview process and they're vested and they're excited and maybe it's the final round and as a recruiter you have to put yourself in their shoes and i think that's what's critical here understand yep. who the audience is what that stage of the conversation is and just being empathetic, and I think that's critical, right? And giving as much information as possible, uh, as long as we have it. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've seen this before. Like, there's a lot of times I've even seen clients that will have a candidate in the final round, and they'll just send an email. Nope, pass. And you're like, what? what you know, what there's do, right what do you do with that, right? There's that's there's so many circumstances. Budget can get pulled. Uh, there could be an internal transfer. It could be a, a personal recommendation. You know, there's None. so many things that are out of our control. And so that's when I, you know, as I talk to recruiters and I've, I've you know, trained recruiting teams that I've managed, managed you know, the important thing is um, there are so many things out of your control. What is not out of your control is how you treat other people. And so there's people that will appreciate that. And there's people that will still blame you for not helping them get a job. But I think at the end of the day, when you sit back and know that you did a good job, you did everything within your ability, you did it in a professional and respectful way. Um, it's easier to move on to the next, you know, opportunity. Absolutely. And hopefully that relationship, um, candidates, you know, are understanding and, and they want to continue working with you because they know that you have their best interests at heart. Absolutely. And, and Adam, you know, the expression goes, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And by no means I'm calling <laughs> you an old dog. But let me ask you, tell me something recently, you know, in the last, <laughs> right, you know, in, in the recent, you know, last couple of months or days, whatever, um, where you learned something new in the world of recruiting that you didn't know before, maybe you became aware of some way that you, some way that you were interacting with people, maybe, you know, some way to improve, but something that you improved upon in the last few months. Uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, for, for me, I'm, I'm not in the day-to-day -day recruiting, but I think that, um, we take those values uh, of great recruiters to heart. And, you know, for me, um, being the founder, uh, you know, this was an idea. This was something that we took from idea to production and we have customers. Um, 
we just sent out a uh, we just we just kind of turned the tables on ourselves and sent our customers uh, an open opportunity for them to buy, provide feedback. I mean, right? We love feedback, um, but I think that sometimes it's uh, it is tough, and it reminded me and helped me remember that sometimes it is difficult to hear feedback. And and we were lucky that we had a lot of great comments. There was a few people that you know had some pretty insightful comments that I like to call constructive. Um, and I think that it's, it's detaching from the emotion that I want to express, you know, getting that bad feedback to saying, okay, I asked somebody provided, you know, let me reflect on that and really see where there is some merit and where I might have an opportunity to do better. So for me, it's just continually to remember that those that we serve are, are the best kind of sources of where we can also get better. And just remembering that I think is, is difficult, um, but it is so powerful when you actually sit back and listen to what people are saying. Yeah, that's tremendous advice, listening. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, I find it too personally that, I mean, I, I like to talk. I mean, that's why we're doing this right now, but it's important <laughs> to take a step back and, and listen and not just listen, but, but hear what people are saying, understand the tone and the inflection in their voices too. Um, as indicators of motivators, right, of their emotions. And that will also help guide you when giving feedback. Um, Adam, talk to me a little bit about, you know, great. I love what you're doing with great recruiters. It's definitely a need for it before. Yeah. Talk to me about, you know, what's on the horizon for, for great recruiters. Um, how can people get involved? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, as far as great recruiters, I mean, uh, you know, reach out to me directly. You can find me on LinkedIn, go to the website, request a demo. I mean, I think what's, what's, what's on the horizon for great recruiters are there's a ton of opportunity. I think where we've started is a really strong base foundation of doing what's most important. And that's creating that conduit to accelerate the feedback loop. 100%. Right. And so some of the cool things that we've done that, um, you know, recruiters are really excited about is, we're giving them the opportunity to be able to share that feedback that they received through social. And we're making steps towards, uh, you know, helping recruiters to really create their personal brand. And I think that's a really important um, change that's kind of happening that some firms are, are very receptive to and understand is that, you know, recruiters are an extension of your brand, but candidates don't work with staffing firms. They work with other people. They work with recruiters in your organization. And that extension of that brand, that personal brand, is so important because let's face it, um, there's some recruiters, I was, I was fortunate I found a great place. I, I worked there for 15 years. For many recruiters, you know, they're, they're, they may be at a couple different places. And I wish somebody had told me this early in my career is that um, regardless of where you work, your personal brand will follow you. 100%. It's your reputation. Right? It is. It's your reputation. So I think that, uh, you know, there's some there's some cool things that we're going to be doing to help uh, recruiters really, um, you know, capture that 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 reputation, be able to promote their personal brand. Um, and, and it really all of that positively rolls up to the organizations in which they're working for. Adam, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of everything that you're building here. This is a, a, a tremendous right. concept. I think it's going to make a, a great impact uh, in the world of recruitment. Um, you know, any way I could help you get the word out there, spread the word, absolutely count on me for that. Um, we'll definitely yeah. stay in contact on that. So I like to close, uh, you know, my, my podcast here with, with kind of a personal sure. question. Um, what is your superpower? I'm not asking, you know, if you could have any superpower, uh, but what's your superpower, man? Like, what, what are you freaking awesome at? Like, what, what do you, what do you bring? 
What am I awesome at? You know, I, I think that, um, well, that's a, that's a tough question to answer. I don't know. I, I might have to uh, make that MDVTS uh, and, and, and get that. Um, you know, for me, um, I, I want to see other people flourish. I've always had this 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 need to really want to help to elevate and 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 grow other professionals. Um, I'm very open to sharing my own experiences, things that I've done wrong, and by no means am I a perfect person. Nobody is, but you know, one of the things that I like to do is to be able to bring that experience to to younger uh, professionals, and and hopefully, you know, maybe they have to scrape their knee a little bit a little bit less. Um, right. So that's professionally and personally. Um, I love coaching. You know, I'm, I'm a big coach. I coach my kids baseball, football, basketball. And for me, I, I think that um, it's just a great opportunity to make an impact in a, in a child's life, uh, to set really good values and foundations. And I think athletics is a great way that they can learn a lot more than just uh, the sport they're playing and, and really what it means to be a good you know, person and human being. So I, I'm really passionate about uh, helping the young folks out there. Absolutely love it. And, you know, everything that you're doing is great for the industry. Keep doing it. Greatly appreciate, appreciate you it. having you on the show today. Uh, I'm going to share the links to yourself, to great recruiters. It's going to go up on the podcast. Adam, thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. And have an awesome day, my appreciate friend. Appreciate it. Thanks Take so care. much. Thanks, Adam. Take care. Wisdom is forever. But for us, it's time to go. Thank you for joining us. Luckily, we'll be back with our next episode, jam-packed with more incredible humans. For more info, please visit www.nhptalentgroup.com.